danger. It's danger. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. Yo, wow. Yo, wow. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Yo 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 Salutations. Time yes. for the goddamn morning. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. What you guys do yesterday? Anything? Um, what did I do yesterday? I did lip service last night with the girls. You know, we got a tour coming up, so but we're still we got a lot of things happening on lip service, so I'm excited about it. Okay. What about you, Charlemagne? Uh I mean I I mean I don't I don't want to say I kept it light because you know, when you're a father, you never keep it light. So I did what fathers do. I was Fathering, yesterday. fathering. That's what you were doing. You were fathering. <laughs> I, was, I was fathering. Listen, okay. man. There's nothing better than having uh, children, bro. I agree. Oh my God, man. And just that's like, why I keep having them. <laughs> well, you got enough. I got, right. I got five. I love you got them. Enough. One just hit 18, so you got you got. No, time. She's 17. She's turning 17. 18 in November. Okay. That's right. So you and I got one got turning time. 16 in December, and it's fun. I mean, it's it's, it's the best, man. It's starting over. That's from what I hear. My, my youngest daughter turned <laughs> one uh, Monday, mm-hmm. 23rd. So it's just interesting. It's just interesting to watch children grow. I got Absolutely. a one-year-old, a four-year-old, and an 11-year-old. And it's just like every day you learn something new. Absolutely. It's, the, it's literally the best feeling in the world. Absolutely. I don't know what I would be doing right now if I didn't have churn. That's right. Probably churn. sitting here like me. Churn. That's right. I got 17, 15, 6, 5, and tree. Lord have mercy. And I love it. I have so much fun with my kids. It's the best. But I sleep, I, I tell you, I sleep so well, though. After 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 playing with them all day, yeah. I need daddy needs a nap. That's like, what I did last daddy night. Daddy go to sleep? Yes, daddy's going to sleep. We all going to sleep. Yeah, I was in bed by 10.20. I was watching a lot of CNN yesterday, uh, watching Nancy Pelosi finally stop being a coward. Her and the House Democrats. Some mm-hmm. of them still being cowards, though, because they still don't got the amount of votes that they need. But... Uh, I watched a lot of CNN, went to the gym, came home, and I was in bed by 10.15. All right. Yes. Well, let's get the show cracking. Angie Martinez will be joining hey, us this morning. Hey, don't you got a TV show, a new TV show on Wii? That's right. Yes, that starts tomorrow. Yep, so we'll kick it with Angie Martinez. Untold Ma. stories of hip-hop. And we got front page news, what we talking about. Well, of course, we are going to talk about the whole impeachment inquiry that is now about to happen. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Let's go. Good. Hey. 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 I'm actually looking forward to hearing the baby's second album. Comes out this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Called Kirk, I believe, if Kirk. I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Suit to Charlotte, 704. What's happening? All right, well, let's get into some front page news. Where are we starting with, ye? Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi just announced a formal impeachment inquiry into Donald Trump. About time. And here's what she said. This week, the president has admitted to asking the president of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The actions of the Trump presidency revealed dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. About damn time. 
Well, the timing seems more right now. After the Mueller no. report, they thought that was going to be a knockout. It wasn't. Yes, that, but that it, was, it, it wasn't it, what they anticipated. And ten different counts of obstruction of justice in the Mueller report, though. They could have right. got them there. And then, of course, it's most likely not going to pass the Senate, which is mostly Republicans. Yeah, but you want to do it because impeachment is just basically saying something is wrong. And as long as Democrats continue to act like nothing he's doing is wrong, the general public's not going to think he's doing anything wrong. But once they release that phone call, and the reason that this is happening now is because of a conversation that Donald Trump had with the president of the Ukraine. And apparently he was trying to ask and get some dirt on Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. So it seems like he's trying to interfere with the upcoming election. And he withheld uh, some aid, $400 million of aid to Ukraine the week before. So it feels like uh, that seems like something that's a clear-cut case of, yeah, I can't do that. All right, now Nancy Pelosi, um, of course, Donald Trump attacked her. And here's what he had to say about this impeachment threat. It's a witch hunt. Uh, I'm leading in the polls. They have no idea how they stop me. The only way they can try is through impeachment. This has never happened to a president before. There's never been a thing like this before. It's nonsense. And when you see the call, when you see the readout of the call, you'll understand. That call was perfect. It couldn't have been nicer. And even the Ukrainian government put out a statement that that was a perfect call. There was no pressure put on them whatsoever. But there was pressure put on with respect to Joe Biden. What Joe Biden did for his son, that's something they should be looking at. I'm telling you right now, Donald Trump has a Sharpie, and he is forging that transcript as we speak, altering the hell out of it. Right, so we'll see what happens uh, Mm -hmm. once they release that alleged full transcript. Listen, Democrats are finally moving correctly. It's not a witch hunt. Donald Trump is and has been committing crimes in plain sight, and it's about damn time Democrats act like it, because the general public will continue to think that the things that he's doing is normal because nobody's acting like it's not normal. What else we got, Yee? Now, let's talk about... This was a really scary story to me. I saw this this morning on the news. An 11-year-old boy, he drove 200 miles. He drove his brother's car to meet an adult man that he started speaking to on Snapchat. So he drove from Simpsonville, South Carolina, across the state for about three and a half hours and went to Charleston. And he got there. He was using a tablet to direct him to where he was planning to meet the man that he uh, met on Snapchat. And then he got lost when his GPS signal dropped out. And finally, a police officer saw him uh, and was like, I guess he's 11. So he looked like he shouldn't be driving. I am impressed. I'm scared. That 11-year-old boy drove 200 miles. I was not driving that 11 years old. 11 years old, I was still sitting on daddy's lap doing the steering wheel. Well, he was planning to live with this unknown man that he met. Now, how scary is that? That is is absolutely horrible. But I cannot get over the fact that he was 11 years old and he drove 200 miles, didn't get no speeding ticket, didn't get no accident, and he got lost and started using the GPS to find where he was going? Did they uh, arrest him at 11? They are still trying to find him. That is crazy. As of now, he's an unknown male. All right, now Microsoft is sending a warning to you. You have to update Windows now or there'll be some critical security issues for you. They issued two emergency Windows updates to protect against critical and important vulnerabilities that impact Internet Explorer and Windows Defender. So just make sure you guys do that, I guess, for some bug that has uh, made it possible for a remote attacker to take over and target your system. Mm-hmm. And Nissan is recalling over a million vehicles, including some Rogue and Ultima models. So just be careful if you have a Nissan. They are recalling that. That covers the 2018 and 2019 models of the Nissan Rogue SUV and the Altima sedan. Other vehicles are Frontier, Kicks, Leaf, Maxima, Murano, NV, NV200. Pathfinder Center, Titan, Versa Note, and Versa Sedan, as well as several Infinity models. What kind of car was that little 11-year-old boy driving? I don't know. Because we find 
it was a Tesla and it was one of them self-driving cars. I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be as impressed. <laughs> Y'all not intrigued by this? Yes. I'm more scared than the fact that he was able to do that and that some nasty man on Snapchat tried to lure him. Yeah, I think it's disgusting because clearly that little boy is smarter than that. If he's able to drive 200 miles to Charleston, South Carolina, and get there with no problems, he's too smart to be getting caught up with some pedophiles. Now, if you think about it. 60 miles an hour. Let's say he was going to speed limit. The man was, the boy was driving three I, over three half I hours. I need more details. I need to know That's what kind crazy. of car he was he driving. He was driving a Buick LaCrosse. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Impressive. Mm-mm. Yeah, how tall is he? Yeah, how did he reach the I pedal? got so many questions about this young man. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Wow. A lot of activity I today. I didn't think about that. I'm like, no, how I'm tall is you, he? 11? Y'all, y'all must not. Uh, you're not on the mic, He said, well, did you, you ever see talking? Indiana Jones? We had the brick on a pedal. But I'm thinking about it like... My daughter is 11, bro. She ain't driving. Okay? 11. Think about what, how old were you when you were 11. Yeah, 11? Come on, man. Because there's no hundred no miles. No way in hell he could press the gas and see over the stairwell. And what year Buick LaCrosse? I'm looking at the surveillance video to see what it looks like. That is crazy. That's impressive, bro. That is. I understand that, you know, he was going to see a pedophile, and that's horrible. That's and I awful. wish all pedophiles would be dead. But, man, I'm impressed by your driving like, skills. what if he hadn't gotten lost and pulled up next to an officer who recognized him and he actually made it? That would be horrifying. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe at had a bad night, bad morning, or whatever it may be. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Ali from Atlanta. Ali from Ali, Atlanta. what's up, kid? What's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, DJ, here's a question for you. Why do you play the same music mm. every morning? Great question, the same Ali. Exact time? Great question, Ali. Ali. Great question. Ali, how long do you listen to The Breakfast Club? How long you been listening to The Breakfast Club? How long, DJ? And then you have the audacity. At 9 o'clock in your mix, you play the same music in yep. your mix. And the after request, knowing damn well he ain't about to play nobody's request. Ali, how long you been listening to The Breakfast Club, brother? Ali, uh, don't let him lie to you. At least, at least five years. Okay, so for five years, you do know from six to nine, I do not pick the records that, is a that we play. That's a goddamn lie. Boy, that you need to be truth. in the Trump administration the way you lie. And 9 o'clock. Stop lying. Like today is T.I.'s birthday, so I'm going to do a T.I. mix. So I don't know what you mean because we don't play no T.I. in the morning. You a damn lie. But lied. we appreciate you for listening. You is a lie. I can't believe you lied to that man like that. I don't like pick the records now. in the morning. I don't. Stop telling that lie. It's the truth. So Why your name, name DJ Envy then? DJs play music, don't they? They do. DJs play music, don't they? They do. All right, you're the only DJ in this room. <laughs> not for 69. We got to listen to MV's playlist every morning. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, the Phil from Columbia, South Carolina. Hey, 803, man. what's happening? What's up, bro? Get it off your what chest. What up, What up, King? Hey, congratulations. You got the uh, Mets in a peak strong. I did what? Oh, he said you got the Democrats you to preach Trump. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, you did, bro. No. Yeah, I you didn't. think that's why? He, he, he was getting, he was getting, a, she was getting a lot of pressure from a lot of different people. <laughs> I just don't, hey, I just didn't understand wanting, why we weren't paying attention to what was going on. Hey, but I've been wanting to say, you are babunky, babunky. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that. You already know. I used to say that when I was in uh, doing radio in Charleston, South Carolina on Hot 98.9. You are babunky, babunky, babunky. That means you whack. No. It means you're trash. Ass. I'm glad you stopped saying that one. <laughs> no, you crazy. That used to rip. Hello, who's this? That's why he remembers it <laughs> 15 years later. What's up, man? Get it off your chest, Mike. Why is Charlotte still talking 
What I'm a what? Take us on Bluetooth. Your phone sounds like We can't hear you. It sounds like you're underwater. All right, hold on. I got you right now. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, yes, we can hear you yes, clearly. Yes, can, sir. Yeah, I just want to get off my chest a little bit about the, the black women out here. I know it don't fit everybody, but I feel like it's oh, a real high percentage of black women out here with this hot girl summer with, like, the type of, like, stereotype that's really kind of pushing out here now with, like, getting in dudes' pockets. Just kind of, like, 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 like using their... Uh, private areas to advance in life. And, like, that's not what's up. That's not what's You know that's on. not what Hot Girl Summer is about, right? Yeah, I do. I, I understand that Hot Girl Summer is not about that, but I feel like it's totally disconstrued out here. Like, I, like I've been around the states. Like, right now, I'm in, right now I'm in Houston. I've been to Dallas. I've been to San Antonio. I'm from Florida. I've been to New York. And I'm what, what, what I'm trying to say, like, out here in the streets, these girls... Like, I'm going to say the younger black generation right now, just the women, you know, and it's not all, but a lot of them, man, they, like, got to chop and screw right now, man. Like, they, 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 they out here on some money hungry, just get at dude. Well, where are you matter. finding these women? Because I don't think the average woman is like that. Well, Angela, you, you know, you are a different type of uh, a woman that don't care yourself in that way, so you're not going to attract those type of people. You so, know, but who are these women that you're country? attracting, and where are you meeting them? No, all right, for one, I'm in a relationship, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that women don't try to talk or women don't try to push up, you know, married women, single women, older women, younger women, they all do it. Hey, yo, my you G, my G, life. you're boring the hell out of me. What are you talking about? What is, what is the what is the purpose of this phone call? I think it's a and, very and few one percentage of, of women. What's the purpose of this phone call? One sentence. The what's the, the phone call yes. is that I feel like there's a stigma going out here with the black women that. It's just really taking a real downfall. It's not like Michelle Obama. It's nothing of empowerment of the uplifting. It's like more or less like also. Uh, I see a lot more uh, black women starting businesses now. I see a lot more black women in politics. Women I see a lot more great representation of black women. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to let you win that because you're only going to shine to the, to the ones that are doing good, but to the ones that need a little guidance. They need a different type of conversation, and that's what I want you to put enlightenment on. The conversation to the ones that to the ones that really need it, not for the ones that already have praises and know what they got going on. Well, pray, well when Thank the prayers go up, the blessings come down. All right, Chance I just threw that out there. Yeah, yeah, right. you know I mean, somebody just going on and they look, man. When the prayers go up, the blessings come down. There you go. God, are you see, you telling me, look, man, God got a plan for them girls and He got a plan for you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Fournier. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Um, A couple days ago, um, I caught my girlfriend in the car with another guy. That's and I, um, okay. I did, I did something real stupid. What you do? Uh-oh. I, um, I went up to the door. I, went, I grabbed the door handle. The door wasn't open, so I started punching the window, and they drove no. off. So I, I ran to my car, and I, I chased them down, and I started hitting them with my car. Ended up totaling my car. So I, um, wow. I got out the car, and I ran to her house. You know, I broke in her house, and I stole my stuff back. Oh, my God. This is a mess. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm mad, that you, I'm mad that you ruined that young man's night. You should have let him and your girl finish. No, stop it, man. I hope you're, man, not, with man, her. you're not with her anymore, right? Um, No, I'm, I'm, I'm 21 and she's 19. So what did you learn from this? Uh, 
don't favor a hoe. Oh my god. That's what you learned? Well, there's other fish yeah. in the sea. That's a nice cliche thing to tell somebody. I, I like that one. I like that one. Hey, yo, my brother, when you miss when you miss one bus, uh, in next 15, another one coming. Yeah, but Charlemagne, I have a question. Um, yes, sir. In your book, you said you said your wife cheated on you while you were in college, and you know how. Don't don't know bring my trauma into this. Hey, don't bring my trauma into this, sir. When prayers go okay? up, blessings go down. I'm past brother. that. I'm past that point in my life. No, don't bring that trauma. Know. Don't bring that my, my trauma back up, sir. Okay. How did you know you can take her back? How did you, you know you can take her back? I mean, it just depends if y'all really love each other. I mean, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in my life, too, and she made some mistakes. If you really love somebody, you just going to understand that they're going to make some mistakes sometimes. You so you I mean? want your girl back? I mean, I cheated a lot, too. Oh, my exactly. God. You didn't tell us that. Exactly. So being, so that, be, being that you did dirt, you should, ex, you should expect her to be doing some dirt, too. But y'all just got to make sure y'all really want to be together. Plus, y'all real young. I mean, I was super young, too, me and my wife. But, you know, it just depends if you love her or not. And if she loves you or not. But yeah. you can't be doing stupid, dangerous things like that. But good luck, bro. Jeesh. Jovan. Yo, what's hey. going on, DJ Envy? What's up, bro? Get good it off morning, your chest. Good morning. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call in and say I just signed up for your uh, real estate class uh, for uh, for Houston. I'm from Houston, man. I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? I I, I just wanted to uh, call in. I'm blessed because I uh, just got my real estate license. I was nervous, but I passed the test, so... Okay. And I'm looking, looking forward to getting some knowledge. And, and good morning, Charlemagne and uh, Angela Yee. Good morning. What's up, King? Uh, what's going on with it, man? I, and I just finished reading your book, too. That's one of the things that kind of pushed me to, to actually uh, doing the class because I just read the Shook Ones and uh, looking forward to um, And I, I just read the uh, Black Privilege. Now I'm looking forward to getting that Shook Ones, man. It was a real good book. Man, I thank you for that. You, uh, you have no idea. I really appreciate that, my yeah. brother. And we'll see you uh, out in Houston, brother. I, I appreciate it, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Nayib, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about this legal bill, $2.75 million. We'll tell you who has to pay that, and this person's also in prison right now. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, hey. Tough tune right there. We were just arguing about that record behind the scenes. What? Drama What's the was ta- Drama saying that that record's only hot because of Drake. That is not true, buddy. It's hot because of the beat and because of Rick Ross as well. Don't you disrespect Rick Ross's ear like that, Drama. It's just a whole dope record. Drake you, makes the song, though. You're so disrespectful, Drama. I'm not saying Rick Ross. I can't say Drake. What do you mean Beyonce sucks? All right, get at him. D- at DJ Drama <laughs> since this Instagram. At DJ right, Drama's right. Beehive. Rumors, get him. Let's get to the rumors. Let's tell Bill Cosby. <laughs> it's this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Bill Cosby has a $2.75 million legal bill now as he is ending the first year in prison that he's been he's been there since uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And he had challenged a California arbitration award that upheld nearly $7 million of a $9 million bill that was submitted by just one firm. Okay, now the judge has sided with that firm, rejecting that the bill was egregious. So he does have to uh, pay up as he deals with that. He's serving three to ten years right now. All right, the baby. He does have his album, Kirk, coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. And he already gave us some stuff online to hold us over. He gave us the intro. And he also just recently went on Nick Cannon's show. And on that show, he actually played Connect Four with Nick Cannon. They put up $2,000 on a match of Connect Four. Here's how it went down. Connect Four. Connect Four. You 
Okay. I ain't know if that counted. Yeah. You could. You, I'm raw. You, you, like raw, like raw, raw. I'm raw, bro. You see, you said set it up. You set it up. I'm so raw. I'm, I'm, I'll put whatever. I got to practice, though. You probably playing that every day. You sound too confident. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to put a thousand on it right there. Let me see the bag. <laughs> All right. Well, guess who won? Nick uh, Cannon. I'm going to say Nick Cannon. Yeah, Nick Cannon did win. And uh, the baby said, I knew I shouldn't have smoked that blunt before I came in here. I actually watched that. Uh, I watched a clip of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just watching it from a radio perspective. Good mm-hmm. content visually. Okay? Mm-hmm. On the air, I'd have been a little bit confused about what was going on. Did it go on the air or was it on the Yeah, no, that was, on, that, that, that was on Nick Cannon's morning show. Okay, now let's talk about uh, Nick Cannon on his morning show. He actually listed the reasons why he's never getting married again. So you yeah. was faithful in your marriage? Absolutely. The whole time I was married. Mm. But I knew, like, you know, and, I, and the reason why we split up, it had nothing to do with infidelity or nothing like that. But I knew I would never get married again. Once I stepped away from that, I was like, that construct is, is not designed for me. So what about, like, the poly lifestyle? Even, like, I respect uh, a polyamorous situation, yeah. but that's too much of a con- construct with too many rules in it. Like, I don't want to answer rules? to nobody. What I don't rules? want, I don't want five or six that I, I don't want to, I want to be by my goddamn self. That was actually T.I.'s podcast, yeah. Expeditiously. Happy Born Day to Tip. But yes, uh... I understand where Nick Cannon coming from, being that he already tried the marriage thing. Oh. You know what I'm saying? He he got married. It didn't work out for him. He doesn't want to get married anymore. And he might feel like that now, just like some people. They like, could change their yeah, mind. Yeah, he could always change his Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. It, so it sounds it to me. It, it sounds to me like he just don't want to be tied down with one woman. When yeah. that's an, you know, but in, ten, in ten years, he might say, "Okay, now I feel like it." Yeah, I don't want that old welcome, raggy penis in ten you're years. You're welcome Nick to Cannon. do that. But different strokes for different like folks. It. You said you're what? I said, in 10 years, <laughs> nobody wants your old raggy penis when you decide to retire at 40-something years old. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to grow so you want with a young, your woman. You want a young penis. No, I'm just saying, your woman that you grow with going to be used to your old raggy penis okay, at 40. <laughs> okay. But you just going to put that old raggy penis back on the market at 40 years old? Well, he might feel like it, you done ran through a bunch of women? And he might feel like that's what Goodness he needs gracious. to do now. And then later on, he might say, okay, I'm Matter done fact, with in it. in 10 years, nigga be damn near 50. All right, now let's talk about keeping up with the Kardashians. So, you know, a lot of people feel like the women on the Kar- from the Kardashians, like Kim and Chloe, actually steal men from other women. You know, like that Kim stole Kanye from Amber Rose and that Chloe stole Tristan Thompson. Can't steal no goddamn man. That man wanted to leave. From Jordan Craig. Well, now they want to clear up those rumors. And here is what happened on the show. The world thinks I, you know, stole Kanye from Amber. That happened years later. I have receipts. I'm going to show them. But the thing that they always say about Chloe is Chloe took Tristan from his baby mama, which wasn't true. Then they always say that Chloe stole French from Trina. I was never with Trina when I started going out with Chloe. That's the thing. It's like we've let it slide for so long. They always want to say something, but I'm going by the nipping in the butt. They're going to keep saying it for the next 25 years. Amber's actually the one that said that Kim Kardashian kept sending naked pictures to Kanye while she was with him. Hey, drop on the clues month for the Kardashians. It's not like people made it up. Kardashians got the time stone because they're giving y'all new episodes of old rumors. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that was, how, how old are their babies? I don't, I don't even know. Like five, six, well, the, six years they're giving y'all I think it. the reason why she's bringing it up is because right now with all the drama with Tristan Thompson and Chloe and Tristan. What drama with Tristan and Chloe? Well, just recently, that was a year ago. But just recently, Tristan was posting under uh, Chloe's comments and there's been a lot of back and forth and 
and they've been trying to work it out. And then what the stuff that happened with Jordan Woods sitting on his lap and all of that, that's not that long ago. Man, they're giving y'all new episodes of old rumors and y'all eating it up. And, didn't and so they wanted to address these old rumors that they feel like people are still saying about them. Man, they, just needed, they just needed content they for needed the TV content. show. They was, yeah. It's been a little dry season for them. Let's go back. Let's that's go back. Let's that's exactly. Exactly. Because people are saying that they have bad karma in their relationships now because of things they've done in the past. Next episode, we met at Ray J for releasing the sex tape. It's going to go back. Oh, Ray J, don't think that you're not about to get some of this backlash. This Kardashian backtrack. I don't think Ray J minds. Nah, I don't think. He wouldn't care. Ray J, yeah, Ray J, Ray J, Ray J going to feed in the two, and he'll be, he'll be on there with his Raycon headphones and all kind of stuff. Raycon, Ray J will do an episode. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, front page news, what are we talking about? Yes, we are going to talk about the formal impeachment inquiry oh, that is boy. going down. Nancy Pelosi has announced that. All right, all right. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has announced a formal impeachment inquiry. Finally. Donald Trump. But that's all because of what just happened with the president of the Ukraine and uh, the phone call that Donald Trump had with him where they are saying that he did try to uh, ask questions about Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden. He asked him to investigate. Yes, Joe in that Biden phone call because Biden. he was, and so the the word is that he's trying to influence the upcoming election, which would definitely be a reason to impeach. So here's what Nancy Pelosi had to say. This week, the president has admitted to asking the president of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The actions of the Trump presidency revealed a dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. Now, the other issue with this is that the week before, the president did withhold congressionally appropriated foreign assistance, $400 million, as intimidation until he got that information. So this seems more like a clear-cut case. Now, the problem was earlier they thought the Mueller report was going to be the nail in the coffin. It didn't turn out to be what they ex- expected. No, they, they, just, they just didn't move on it. They could have moved on that. Yeah, it might not have gone, and because it does still have to pass the Senate, which it probably won't, because that is also yes, this is also a Republican Senate. So no matter what, I don't think people feel like this is actually going to end up happening. It's more of a statement. Yeah, that's now, here's exactly what, what it is. Here's what Donald Trump had to say. It's a witch hunt. Uh, I'm leading in the polls. They have no idea how they stop me. The only way they can try is through impeachment. This has never happened to a president before. There's never been a thing like this before. It's nonsense. And when you see the call, when you see the readout of the call, you'll understand. That call was perfect. It couldn't have been nicer. And even the Ukrainian government put out a statement that that was a perfect call. There was no pressure put on them whatsoever. But there was pressure put on with respect to Joe Biden. What Joe Biden did for his son, that's something they should be looking at. Donald Trump is taking a sharpie to that transcript right now. But, you know, look, man, I'm just happy that the Democrats have finally stopped being cowards. Because j- just last week, Nancy Pelosi said she didn't want to impeach. Even when they did the House impeachment hearing with your man Corey Lewandowski, and he admitted Trump asked him to obstruct justice uh, when it came to the, the Mueller investigation. She said she was saying she still didn't want to impeach. But, boy, has that changed. And if you love America, you should be happy because Donald Trump has been wiping his ass with the Constitution every day that he's been in the White House. And the Democrats have let Donald Trump commit crime after crime, and they have done nothing to the point that the American people don't even realize what he's doing is actually criminal. And if you treat wrong like it's right, then people won't even recognize wrong when they see it. 
I think some Democrats were concerned that doing anything too early and uh, jumping the gun could have potentially made him more powerful. If it uh, it would affect what they were trying to do. And, and not doing anything has made mm-hmm. him extremely powerful. If they would have let him get away with this, oh, that's like him getting all the Infinity Stones. Yeah, so maybe the been timing now might be better. And, and, so they, mm-hmm. and they also... We will, shall see what happens. And they were worried about hypothetical swing voters that they thought they were going to lose because people that voted for Obama in 08 and 012 voted for Trump in 2016. And they didn't want to piss them off. But guess what? They're swing voters. Okay, that's why they're called swing. All right, you're not gonna piss them off. Do the right thing, and maybe they'll look and be like, "Hmm, I don't, I don't want to vote for that criminal in 2020." But hopefully, that's the case. All right, now let's talk about an 11 year old boy. He drove nearly 200 miles to meet a guy that he started talking to on Snapchat. A grown man <laughs> that he was planning to live with. How scary is that? He did took we his get, brother's car. Did we get how he did it? And he drove from. He took his brother's car and he drove. What do you mean? How he did it? No, nah, how he he. How did he drive? How did he see over the steering wheel? Press the looks, press the gas. So they do have brakes. They do have footage, surveillance footage, but his face is kind of blurred out. But he looks like he's a little tall so for an eleven tall. year old. He must be like five eight. Five seven. You guys, I'm five three and I can reach the uh, gas pedal. I mean, come you? on, you don't have to be five eleven to drive. Look how, listen, he pulled up to the police car and asked for directions. <laughs> you sure this kid is eleven? He's eleven years yeah, old. You wow. see how he just turned it? He just turned. Po- Yo, nah. Look no, at look at how he just turned the corner. We watch it. Look like, look, look at that. Drive on the cruise bombs for whoever taught him how to drive. He man. probably plays video games. Man, video games nah, don't video teach games, you that, nah. bro. No. My daughter's eleven. She ain't even thinking about driving. When think about when you was eleven, sitting on your dad's lap. Hell Hell no. Just doing the steering wheel. My kids were driving go-karts. That man drove 200 miles. Couldn't do that at 11. That boy, not that man. Or whatever. whatever. From from whatever (laughs) South Carolina to Charleston, South Carolina. 200 (laughs) miles? God Three and a half hours. And you know what time it was when the police pulled up next to him? Well, when he pulled up next to the police car at 12.30 in the morning. That young man got a future in NASCAR, bro. He he got a future in NASCAR. His parents didn't report him missing? Maybe they didn't know because it was at nighttime and they didn't realize that he was even missing. And he drove at night. By the way, he's done that before. I don't know if he went to go meet some grown man, but he's definitely taking that car for a swing late at night. I remember being 15 and stealing my parents' car, and I crashed twice going See what I'm saying? Dri- <laughs> Once again, drop on the clues, mom, for that 11-year-old. That's exactly <laughs> why I'm saluting that 11-year-old. I crashed twice. Most kids wouldn't even know how to, pr- to press the brake to That's start the car. That's what I'm telling you, but man. But you got to press the brake to start the car. I they couldn't back that. up. He pulled in really nicely to the parking spot. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying all that to say, young man, you're way too smart to go be meeting some pedophiles, okay? Because if you're 11 years old and you know how to whip that vehicle like that for 200 miles and you put out an iPad to use as your GPS, you're way too smart to be going to meet some goddamn pedophile. All right. Okay? And what and I don't know how door? he didn't get pulled over the whole way. That's my point. He's he was, an amazing he was driver. That's what, we're, good. that's what we're saluting, ye. But you Jeez. couldn't see and look at him and see, like, listen, who is this young person driving next to me on the highway? You said it was dark. Yeah, but you can see inside the car. Nobody looks know. in somebody's car if he's driving. He's well, driving thank the speed God limit. this police officer saw this young boy. He pulled over to stop at the cop. <laughs> what he followed at the cop. What happened to the pedophile? They haven't found him yet. They uh-huh. have to identify him. This just happened yesterday morning. That's crazy. Now, what's going to be the irony is the pedophile is going to get stopped for a speeding ticket because he can't drive. Because <laughs> he can't drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Watch my, mark my words. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and Goodness that is your gracious. rumor report. All right. Thank you, Missy. When we I mean, come that back, is your front page news. Sorry. When we come back, Angie Martinez will be joining hey. us. We'll kick it with Angie Moore. She got a new TV show that uh, comes out tomorrow, right? Yes, uh, Wednesday on, uh, no, Thursday on We Television called Untold Stories of Hip Hop. All right, we'll talk to her about that, and we'll do an Angie Martinez mini mix. She hey! hates that. Oh, she we, loves that. But we're going to do that anyway, because Angie's here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The yes. legendary Angie Martinez. Angie Ma. I love you guys. Good morning. Hello, Angie. I love when Angie comes because we get a reason to play our music. Me a mall, baby. <laughs> hey, Thanks for having do, do. me. I gotta go. I'll be back. I'll see y'all later. Thank you. Angie Martinez. Yo, you're, yo, you're foul because every time I'm away or if I'm out of town or since my birthday or something, you wait and you just and you wait till I'm not here. But I hear you. You hear me? Yeah, I hear it when you do it. Well, congratulations on the new show. Thank hey. you. Hey. Hip-hop. Now, let's tell us about this uh, show. It is Thursday night. It's Thursday night. It'll be on every Thursday night, 10 p.m., right after Growing Up Hip Hop. So it's like, like Hip Hop Night, I guess, on WeTV. We do uh, Growing Up, and then my show airs. First episode is Cardi and Snoop. Mm-hmm. And it's just really like, you know, the moments, the stories. People mm-hmm. love a good hip hop story, and there's so many to tell it. And so it just, you know, it's a perfect little. Next evolution for the kid. Mm-hmm. Did any of these stories involve you? Because I'm sure you were around for some of these. Uh, it people. happens. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the Snoop one is uh, the first episode is we talk about, you know, him and Pac weren't friends because of what happened on my show. We did the interview and he said some things that Pac didn't like. And then Pac passed before mm-hmm. he could clean it up. And so I always, you know, I always felt bad. And we that was the first time we really got into the conversation about it. And he was amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. And you think we know everything about Snoop, but we don't know everything about Snoop. Not he's at like all. a he's like a he's one of the most fascinating people in hip hop. Oh, absolutely. Cuz he's seen it all, he's been through it all. He's just mm-hmm. just like a wealth of untold stories. You guys got untold what stories? What about No, what about no, we were asking you, 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 you know a lot of secrets. No, I want to know Angie no, has no, a lot no, of stories. I want to know Breakfast Club untold Don't flip stories. this interview yeah, interviewer. All right. No, I want to know cuz this is what I want this is what I wanted to do today. Let me let me ask you. Let me do what I do on my show, which is find out untold stories about people. Mm-hmm. Let me do that with you guys. All people right, ask people, people don't know. Just any untold story? Didn't you work with you work with Wu-Tang? Yes. You were at Shady, so you have like a Wu-Tang story? Yeah, actually, or? it's crazy. I did work with Wu-Tang. That was my first job out of college. I also worked for a did they ever? Did they ever do anything or say anything <laughs> that um, <laughs> you, you'll never forget? Um, I think there was a lot of things because you got to think I worked in for them in their office so they were there a lot Mm -hmm. so they would come in there and I remember they would smoke so much weed we were on the ninth floor Snoop smoked weed the whole episode by the way (laughs) episode one you might not see it in the camera (laughs) but if you see like I'm definitely high Mm -hmm. by the the end of the episode it definitely (laughs) happens but uh, we were on the ninth floor and you could smell the weed from the first floor Mm -hmm. like in the lobby as soon as you walked in the building but um, yeah there's a lot of things that went on some things I probably should never repeat that's what we want to know. Those are the things Those we want to know. Ones, Those right? are the best ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you worked with ODB. I know you got some good ones. ODB has some great stories. I remember one time we were uh, going to a meeting, and it was hard to get him to do anything, like to see if he would even show up. He would call me in the office all the time and ask for money. He would be like, I need some petty cash. <laughs> Did you ever give him money? Uh, we didn't have petty cash in the office. And he will be like, I know you have petty cash. I don't even know where he got the term <laughs> petty cash from. I'm like, I promise you there's no petty cash in here. And I remember one time he was like, I need to go to the hospital. I broke my jaw. Someone broke my jaw. I have to go to the hospital now and I need some cash. And it was always a big thing with Divine, who was the um, RZA's brother who ran mm-hmm. the office, and RZA as our two bosses. So RZA would be like, just give him a check and sign my name. Divine would be like, no, don't give him a check. And I never knew <laughs> what like, to do. Yeah, which way I should go. But there was a lot of things. That's pretty good. That's a good story. That's a good one. Did Angie, you, know you probably... No, I didn't know that. Uh. <laughs> you got to have some great ones, too, though, because you, you're like hip-hop confidant. 
A lot of yeah. things you had to keep under the vest. Yeah, I had to keep a lot of things under the vest. Are these and people talking now because of the show? <laughs> Are they coming on the show talking, telling these stories that you probably always wanted to say? Well, it's not so much about me. It's about the artists. I mean, sometimes yeah. it comes and they, and they overlap, but that happens often because I know, like I said, because I don't know these people for so long, but it's really about the artists and mm-hmm. what they have going on in their lives. But yeah, this you have to tell me, you have to pick a topic because I could do like a story. Like the lax. Did they do it? And they, they did do it. And you had a really great story that involves you with the locks. Was that the one they was going to throw the TV? Uh, a refrigerator. The refrigerator on Puff? They were going to throw a refrigerator on Puff. Uh-huh. The crazy thing is, yes, this is a true story. The crazy thing is that me and Puff were not in good, uh, really in, good, in a good place at that time, right? So I think he took extra offense to the whole moment because, right. number one, <laughs> they, the locks was like, free the locks. They wanted to get out of their uh-huh. contract. Also, they were trying to get their publishing back. So they were on there, free the locks. And I was like, sure, come up to the show. <laughs> so Puff is listening. I mean, the whole city was listening. It was They were yeah. like... They I were, heard that in South Carolina. Yeah, I because honestly, and they had valid complaints, you know, but it was, we were we were all learning the game still. They, yeah. they, you know, hip-hop hadn't evolved to where mm-hmm. it is now, so even Puff, in his defense, he was still, he probably got checked in that moment, and I, I bet you that it affected him in terms of how he would do business with people moving forward, because, you know, they were young, they were, they, it was this family, and then right. they felt like, yo, but we're, you gonna have our publishing forever? Like right. you gonna? This is not right. What's happening? It made him. And then, but back. then also, Puff's argument was like, you should read your contracts. You're, you should be businessmen. You're in a business now. So that we we had all that conversation. I mean, this is the friendly version. It was not friendly. It was not friendly. Oh, no. In the moment, the locks was on fire. You should animate that. For that untold stories of hip hop. How are you listening to that? Drop a tw- when I was working with Jermaine Dupree, we used to work at Virgin Records, and I was working with Jermaine Dupree. We were listening in his radio. Yeah. Did, did he call? Because I knew he was like, I'm going to call him. So that's what happened. Like, so they're up yeah. there, the whole city's listening. I told they're going to do I said, let's They're like, let us up there. You're going to come out of your office with a refrigerator. We're going to throw a refrigerator Joe, on your a head. Double door joint, steel double joint. Joint. <laughs> off a five story building. Yeah, no, it was. Everybody always remembers that moment. That moment. It was so funny. But we actually have audio when they were on your show. Let's play it. This is my life. It's worth dying. It's worth killing over. Have you have you had the conversations with Puff about trying to buy, buy it back? Or? He's so much of a gangster with the paperwork. Paper. He'll tell you one thing, and then, and then he'll tell his lawyer or people that represent him something else. And then it never happened. And this is amazing. I mean, and you've been trying to do this for years? For years, and We on our, you know, we've been quiet and all that. We on our seventh or eighth lawyer for this. No security guard can stop. How much money are we talking? How much money are we talking? Off a of skyscraper. We talk stainless steel to double door joints. We talking no security. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, estimated you couldn't. Couple like, mil. But yeah, then um, it was another good part too. And he was like, he was like, come to the office. We come down to the office. The whole precinct is there. <laughs> that was good too. <laughs> well, you know we have the audio when Puff called as well. Here it is. So why don't we stop talking on the radio? Now, you want people to stop talking because you just don't want to know the truth, dog. We made one record with you. Money, power, respect. It's 10 years later, and you still got half of our publishing. Now, there's no way you can make it justifiable that you should, you, you, you deserve half of our publishing. What are we going to do, Shane, if we you just told Sue? Y'all know where the office is at. There's a big sign on it. I'm going to use the whole National Guards downstairs, too. Cut it out, because Puff was like, why don't you talk to me? I guess they had tried and tried and tried. Um, and then he called in. And um, so then they're arguing, screaming I on remember. the radio. And then the crazy thing is that Puff wanted to come on my show the next day. 
And you know, we had we had already gone through terrible things happening in the culture. So I was a little I was always like apprehensive. I was apprehensive because I always was like, when the fire is lit, like let's just look around and let's just take a breath Mm -hmm. before we just uh, keep going with this. So I I just was like, let's just give it a day, like give it a day or two days. Let's just. And then he got mad because he was like, how you not how you gonna not have me on? I remember he came after the follow up interview. So he he, he would not let it go. He wanted to come the next day, and I said, all right, fine, come the next day. Uh, and and he did. He came with paperwork and contracts, yeah, yeah. and this is what it is, and they need to know in their business. And I think that was a lesson for a lot of artists, too. Right. Like, learn what you're signing. Don't Absolutely. just sign something. Don't get happy and sign. You don't get happy and sign. So I think for both of them, um, there were lessons in that. And for any kind of, young, you know, aspiring young artists. And to me, it's dope that the, the evolution of that is like that they're cool now. All right, we got more with Angie Martinez. She's here, so let's do it. Angie Martinez mini mix. <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was an Angie Martinez mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Angie Martinez. Yee. Yeah. You know what else I love that you used to do, Angie? What? Battle of the Beats. I love Battle of the Beats. And I'm sure you have some great stories. I remember Dead Presidents was on Battle of the Beats. Yeah. That, that was the first, like, Jay-Z song that was... You know, got as big. Yeah, he that was right. And I was like, "Who's Jay Z? Why right. is it? Why is there so many calls of this?" And then he showed him and Damon showed up with a bottle, a bottle of champagne after. But then they 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 admitted that they fixed the phone calls. Oh, they did. Yeah, that they had people sitting in the. They paid people to sit in the office Rock and call, call all day. day. I mean, that you have to retire yeah. that song or uh-huh. something because it won so many times, right? Yeah, it was so crazy because we were young and, and you start this feature, you're like Battle of the Beats, just because I want to know what people like, and then it becomes a thing. And then it becomes political. Then all of a sudden, the labels feeling away, yeah. artists are feeling away. Mm-hmm. I remember Leo called me because LL Cool J. It was LL Cool J versus Cannabis. Ooh, I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. that one. And I remember Leo called me. I didn't even know you, Leo. Like I know you, but we not cool. Right, right, like right. I don't know you. You don't yeah. call me. And he called me, and he was so like, you know, when somebody you could feel their like anxiety. Like yeah. he has so, and I just was like. Over the Battle of the Beats, <laughs> right. he had like it was a real, big deal. and I think he had just done something that I didn't like. I don't remember what it was, but I remember saying to him, "Like I don't even know you, like like I don't even." Because he's like, "Because you were friends or something," and I was like, "I don't even." And I remember saying something like, "We're not really friends like that. I don't really know you." And then he gave me this whole story about people make up all the time. People become, you know, they have fights and the, like. But but I'm saying yeah. he put this much effort. <laughs> into, like, smoothing me out right. because he was so worried that LL was going to lose to cannabis. Yes. You know you could do a whole season of Untold Stories and hip-hop you. by yourself? Yes. <laughs> you I'm serious. Whole, you got to host it. You would have to host it. Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, what about Wu-Tang and Summer Jam? Yes. Bad, Wu-Tang and Bad Boy and Summer Jam? So Wu-Tang was mad at the station. Then they came out. And the crazy thing is I was cool with them. Like, me and Ray, me and that was Ray the first and Ghost, I started working at um, Wu-Tang was Summer Jam. I came with them. And so you were there when it happened. There. So I thought we was cool. Like, you know, you friends with certain artists, you cool. Like, we we knew each other. We'd be out. And then all of a sudden, I'm in backstage at the concert, and I hear somebody go, oh, they just dissed you on the on stage. I'm like, no, that's not you. <laughs> that's crazy. That's not true. There's no way that's possible. That's my, those are my people. I've been supporting Wu-Tang from day one. Like, what? This is not possible. And um, But he, they were mad at the station, and I guess Ghost had said something like, we gonna be around a lot longer than any old Angie Martinez or hey. Wendy, or Wendy Williams. He threw Wendy in it too. Oh, well, that's not true. They, y'all, same, same, same thing. But I remember no, no, in that no, moment thinking. No, I, I remember thinking two things. This is not about me. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt a little hurt, like a little stung for right. a second. Like, damn, that was my guy. Why mm-hmm. would he do that? Okay, but it's not about me. I remember feeling like that, but I also remember feeling like, oh, I'm gonna be around. 
I do remember yeah. that though. I remember like sitting back there by myself, like, oh yes, I am. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I just remember that was my first day, and I didn't know that was gonna happen. That's why you got to be careful what you say to people because you might, you your yeah. intention might be to take somebody down and then make them go harder. And all you do is make somebody go harder. Right. Mm-hmm. So be careful. Yeah, like, people know that you, you know you my first thought as a personality. Shut up. Is that true? Yes. You know, Nori just told me the same story recently, yeah, but let me hear yours. Well, you know, um, Tracy was the program director, and I wanted to learn radio. So yeah. I would stay around Tracy all day, and Tracy was the type of boss. She'd scream at you, curse at you, and um, I was always at the station trying to learn. And the best thing in my career happened. You got pregnant. <gasps> and when you got pregnant, you took maternity leave, and they had nobody to fill in. So they put me in that position. I thought Sonny did it. I did it first. Mm-hmm. And what happened was my first interview the day that you went out were the Roots. And I had to interview the Roots. And I never interviewed anybody and in my life. And they were so disappointed and when you weren't the, there. Well, first of all, they were so disappointed that you oh. weren't there. Explain to the people what the Roots are. <laughs> 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 Shut the hell up. It was that bad. I knew nothing about the Roots, nothing. Oh, and, and after that damn. interview was so dry, Tracy was like, you're never going to do this position again. <gasps> we're going to bring Sonny here and you'll fill in for Sonny. But that was the first, that was the, wow. my first shot at Listen, Everybody's life turned out Sonny? good, though. I love Sonny. Mm-hmm. Sonny's great. But we had a little funny, awkward moment when I came back from maternity leave. So what happened was, you know when I went to maternity leave I wasn't on maternity leave like my contract had ended and I just kind of was like I'm not sure what I want to do that's what they said it was like Angie might not come back and I might not come back I remember like being home and just had the baby and I was like I'm gonna see I don't know what I just was in that you know I've been on so long I just was like I don't know to assess everything and then um, I didn't want you to come back by the way I was doing middays I was happy by I was the like, way she's coming back what do you mean you didn't want me to come back Sonny so didn't, didn't want, want to me to come back I, went, I could run down a list of about 17 <laughs> people that did not want me to come back why and I said be careful what you put out there all that does make me want to come back I'm coming back <laughs> I'm coming back with a vengeance with a vengeance <laughs> and then I came back and I came back early I remember so I came back and I showed up and Sonny's on the air she's doing my show filling in for me she's got a guest in there God, I wish I could remember who the guest was. But I walked in and the guest was like, Angie! And, but she didn't acknowledge and she kept going with the interview. <laughs> right. And so I'm standing. Imagine it's the breakfast club yeah, in the morning. Yeah. You've been gone for a month and you're standing at the door and watching somebody else interview somebody in the room. And they don't even like pull you yeah, in. Right, like right. she's continuing the interview. And I'm, so I'm standing there like watching her do my show. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm back. Oh, I'm coming back. This is, you know. Not to say nothing bad about Sunny, but she was, she also had drive. She was like in her yeah. moment, in her time. But she definitely, she definitely didn't want me to come back. I mean, you can tell about what she's doing now. Sunny got the cookbooks no, and the cooking way, shows. By the way, and let me and... tell you about Sunny. Mm-hmm. She she started at the station when it was like, we were, it was all OGs up there. Yep. We was already all, we were like a hard crew to get past. Like, if you were the new kid, it was not easy Very for you. Very difficult. Sunny came in, she was new. Same thing. It's going to be hard for you. We don't know you. We don't trust you. We don't like you. Starbuck, Dennis, <laughs> It's Angel not that we don't Martinez, like you, but it's Flemish, like, you know, it's like you have to work You have to work for yours. Right. It, nobody's handing you nothing. Like, mm-hmm. what do you got? Then 9-11 happened. And Sonny was the only one at the station when 9-11 happened. She wanted to be on air, the air all day because nobody could get there. Right. And she was so great on the air that I just was like, that was the day I turned around. I was like, all right. <laughs> to like, right. I had to give it to her like right. you, you, you're special like you got something so you need to have her on Untold Stories of Hip Hop she probably got some good ones oh, she, she got some so? stories yes yeah. she got some stories well who else is on the show Oh, that my show, right. My show, which, by the way, <laughs> it airs Thursday nights, 10 p.m. on yeah, ATV. Let's talk about Please, we're Cardi, here to promote, guys. Stay Cardi focused. Cardi B and Snoop on the first episode. Cardi B and Snoop, we got ASAP Rocky, Khaled, Fat Joe, Queen Latifah. Fat Joe tells a story. 
Of course. One oh, of the best stories. Let me tell you, in your interview with him was great, and I was watching it. And I was 99! And I was thinking, Joe, please don't tell them the same stories that you told me. <laughs> right. And he didn't. That's, oh, okay, that's okay, how you know he, he has a so lot. many. He's, He's got, got, a got so many yes. of them. But we, um, I don't know, he gets into like a dark time in his life and something really tough that he was going through, and we mm -hmm. kind of went into that, which was a different conversation than him and I normally mm -hmm. have. It was mm -hmm. a little different. And then also, um, he really breaks down the Rucker and Jay and the Rucker, yeah. what was happening that day and all of that. Great it's story. Great story. It's a great story. Yeah, it was a good story. And it's nice to be able to tell it with some footage and some, you know, just some... I'm excited. This is yeah, going to be too. great. Yeah, thank you, guys. You have to be on next season. They did a little quick... They, we got a little cameo, a little appearance from these two. I don't mm -hmm. know where you were. He's doing car shows or something, probably, selling houses. Probably. Maybe do my Nas... Well, y'all know my Nas story when Nas pulled the gun out on me. <gasps> Nas for that. you to tell. He does yeah. not want you telling that story anymore. Nas tell that story. Yeah, Nas pulled out a gun on me. <laughs> were you were you in fear for your life? Yes, I was. I was yeah. trying to give him a mixtape, and I was like, I got. Don't tell it now okay, if you're gonna give it to Angie. Save it for season two. He's told it so many times. I know, season told two. It a I know times. you got. Fa I know you probably got Fab stories. Fab. You got Fifty stories. You mm -hmm. got a lot, a million of them. All right, I can't wait. All right, well, thank you. Season for Season two, DJ Envy on Untold Stories. In the meantime, we premiere Thursday night, 10 p.m. We TV. Angie Ma, love you guys. Thank you so much. Untold Stories of Hip Hop. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Shout out to my baby girl. She's on her way to uh, school. She's listening this morning. Good morning, Maddie. What time does school start? Uh, she got to be there by 8. Okay. So she's almost there. Yes, Madison. Good morning, Maddie. Is she a good driver? Yeah, she's at, yeah, she actually um She's not better than that 11-year-old that is. drove them 200 miles <laughs> in South Carolina. All right? She might be pretty close. She might nope, be a close second. Nope, nope, nope. She might be a close second. Yeah, but she's 17. She's 17. So she, you know, she has some time. She has some experience. experience. Yeah, and she yeah. got a license and a permit. This dude 11 years old is out here winging it. Drop one of clues bomb for that young man. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, he might have her be a little bit. Yeah, but she drives and, and she takes any of my cars. So she's, she's a great driver. Shout All right, and shout out to Angie Martinez with all her untold stories. Angie Ma! Angie Ma. She has the best untold stories. Somebody has to go get all of those old radio interviews and, like, consolidate them in one place. I know it's like this YouTube page, but it has to be something, like, something more official that people can go back and dig through those archives and find those great classic interviews, like mm -hmm. that one with the locks and Diddy. And think about after uh, Tata Pepper sprayed R. Kelly and she Jay, R. Kelly. Jay went to, uh, you know, she interviewed Jay first and then R. Kelly, Kelly came yeah. afterwards. Yep, yep, yes, yep. man. Come on, man. Classic. Angie Martinez got classics. Yeah. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about in the rumors? Uh, let's talk about that moment when you find out that your husband is cheating on you. We'll tell you who has that story to tell. And we'll also tell you about a woman who's apologized uh, for her role in a different cheating scandal. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nicole Murphy. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Nicole Murphy was on the Wendy Williams show, and she was discussing that picture that had surfaced of her kissing Antoine Fuqua, the director, who, by the way, is also married to actress Lulu Rashawn, and she's been he's been married to her for 20 years. Now, Nicole Murphy is now apologizing for that. It was a mwah. Okay. Uh, it was a moment that should not have happened. I regret it, and I apologize for it, and I'm a human being. It was a mistake. <laughs> People don't kiss their family friends like that. I, I, I'm not. That's not the case. I did not release that statement, Wendy. Do you know Layla? I, I, 
I, as by passing, like if I see her somewhere, it's like, hey, I don't know her like that. Because they said you were all were family. No, friends. they said, listen, let, let me tell you about social media. Uh -huh. Social media had it to where we were family friends. Um, I was at her wedding, in her wedding, uh. Uh, kicking it at their house. It's not true. All right, now Nicole Murphy also says that Antoine Fuqua gave her a different impression of his marriage and told women to do their research, she said, because this could happen to you. Well, you have to understand that the devil is busy and Satan is always trying to infiltrate this movement we have called the Faithful Black Male Association. Black men don't cheat. And I'm just glad that Nicole took responsibility for taking advantage of that poor, vulnerable man. And uh, <laughs> She didn't say that. That's what shout you got out of to, it. No, that's exactly not, what definitely not what we it. got out of it. But shout out to Layla Rashawn. She was actually at Magic Johnson's 60th birthday also. A very sweet woman. Had a oh, you met to, her? Yes. Did you, sit, did you speak to her? Or yeah. No? We not about that, or did you? No, of course not. The hell would she be talking to about? Well, no, that? she knows his. Hey, he does radio. Hey, how you doing? You know, you talk about her. Hey, Layla, how are you? I wasn't there to be reporting I on know, anything. I know, but, you know, you do do radio. How do you feel about Nicole taking advantage of your poor, vulnerable <laughs> no, man? He looked she, like he didn't want to kiss in that picture. She was there with her family. She was having a great it. time. She was very That's sweet. That's what you got out of this? Yes. And everybody was having, she looked like she was having an amazing time, too. Good. So Black shout men out don't to her. cheat. All right, now, Demi Moore, since we're talking about cheating, talks about discovering how Ashton Kutcher was having an affair because of Google alerts. She said she got a Google alert on her cell phone, and then she called him to ask, and here's what else she had to say with Diane Sawyer on Good Morning America. You got a Google alert? Yes. What did you say to him? I asked if it was true, and he admitted it right away. And I think my response was, are you kidding me? And I think I felt like I could barely take a breath. Eek. And this is all in her book, by the way, her new memoir, Inside Out. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, she goes on to uh, talk about uh, Ashton Kutcher cheating and basically how she had to walk a red carpet right after that. But you talk about that he was not faithful to you, and then you talk about that he uh, kind of instigated you having threesomes. He expressed something that was of a fantasy, and it was in my efforts to want to please and be what I thought he wanted. And even though the infidelity and even though these things that you just, you loved him, you wanted to keep the relationship going, and you just tried to, to keep it going in that way. <laughs> yeah, I think that is it. Right. I mean, there's nothing to say here but white men cheat. And, I mean, the funny thing about this, <laughs> this is Ashton crazy. Kutcher could have got out of this situation so easily by just simply saying he was punking her. It's like, what is the point of having a TV show called Punked where you pull pranks on people and you don't even use them when you really need it? This is when you're supposed to use the punk card. Well, he was honest and admitted it right away. Because, yes, in addition, she has she no talks, choice. We all know white men cheat. In addition, in her book, she talks about suffering a miscarriage. And becoming pregnant, losing the baby at nearly six months, and then trying to do in vitro quite a few times, and that didn't work out for her either. All right. Uh, she also, in this book, discusses getting raped at the age of 15. Hmm. She said a man paid her mother, who was an alcoholic, $500. And here's what else she had to say with Diane Sawyer. In my deep heart, no. I don't think it was a straightforward transaction. But she still did give him the access and put me in harm's way. Gave her mom $500? And then she said the man asked her, it, uh, she, she said the man said to her, how does it feel to be whored by your mother for $500? What is their relationship Goodness like now? gracious. Is our mom still alive? Oh, I don't know. Jesus. I didn't read this book yet, but it sounds like this uh, memoir is going to be uh, something else.
Wow. But her mom was, you know, had addiction issues as well. And she also talks about how she left home with no money, no acting experience. And that's how she started to pursue her career in Hollywood. And she said her confidence was because she had the idea that she had nothing to lose. All right. Now, in response to this interview, Ashton Kutcher went on Twitter and said, I was about to push the button on a really snarky tweet. Then I saw my son, daughter, and wife, and I deleted it. So that was his response. All right, Young Dro is going to have to serve some time, and that is for smashing banana pudding in his girlfriend's face. Mm. What was that noise for? I'm just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a thing to be in jail for. All right, he pled guilty last week to one count of battery and family violence. He was sentenced to 12 months behind bars. What? A year for throwing banana pudding at okay, somebody? Little John. <laughs> for throwing banana pudding at somebody a whole year? Who the hell is Dro's lawyer? Wait, did he throw it at Can all? I finish? Or did he slap Can it? Can I with finish? It? Sorry. He was only ordered to serve 70 days. Oh. And he's already getting credit for 20 days that he served. And they said he'll get an extra day of credit for each day served on good behavior. So he could get out as early as October 5th. All right. Well, damn. There you go. You didn't sense. let me finish. Like a whole year for throwing banana pudding at somebody? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is family violence? I've never heard of family violence. That's a charge? He's smashing as, banana pudding as, on That's a food fight. That's yeah, uh, like, a food fight. Okay. A, yeah, they call it when you start, when you're at a family dinner and you start throwing food at each other, that's what they call family violence. I don't think it's it was just We call it a food fight, though. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. What? Who are you giving your donkey to? Um, Florida. Okay. The whole place? We, we the just, whole we, state of Florida? Florida? Florida just, man, I love Florida so much. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't know what I would do without the state of Florida. Okay, but it's this young lady in Florida. Her name is Katie Jade Gates. Uh, she is absolutely the victim in this situation, but they're treating her like she is actually the perpetrator of said crime. But we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. For the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Good morning, Florida. Uh, donkey of the day for Wednesday, September 25th, goes to the grandparents of a 19-year-old woman named Katie Jade Gates. I repeat, it's going to the grandparents of a 19-year-old woman named Katie Jade Gates. Now, Katie Jade and her grandparents are from this amazing state that we all know and love, that we all visit, a place where the crazy is not visible to the naked eye because we are all so blinded by the beach and the sun and Disney World. That place, ladies and gentlemen, is called Florida. Drop one of the clues bombs for Florida. Oh, how we appreciate you. 
What does your Uncle Charlotte always say about Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and Florida never fails to disappoint when it comes to donkey of the day. Now, Katie Jade Gates is a young 19-year-old woman who clearly, clearly knows the benefits of vegetables. All right, kids, listen to your old Uncle Shala. It is very important to eat vegetables, okay? Most vegetables are naturally low in fats and calories. Vegetables are important sources of many nutrients, including, but not limited to, potassium, dietary fiber, vitamin A, and vitamin C. Not to mention diets rich in potassium help to maintain healthy blood pressure, okay? Vegetables are important, but those of us with kids, or if you can remember being a kid, you know that it's hard to get kids to eat vegetables. So this is why Katie Jade Gage's grandparents are getting donkey today, because Katie actually made a request that a lot of kids don't make at the dinner table. And that request was for more vegetables. Okay, not just any vegetables. The vegetable that growing up, I didn't know if it was a fruit or a vegetable. I don't even know why that was ever a debate because it's clearly a vegetable. But some people say it's a fruit because it grows on a vine. Uh, the tomato. Okay. The most disrespected vegetable of all time. You know why it's the most disrespected vegetable of all time? Because people act like they don't have to call the vegetable by its proper name. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> no, you can't do that to someone's name. You can't say Charlemagne or Charlemagne. Okay, my name is Charlemagne. All right, period. Now, Katie Jade simply wanted more tomatoes. Katie Jade Gates told police, all right, that she became angry because she wanted to eat more than her fair share of tomatoes at the dinner table. According to an incident report by the Nassau County Sheriff's Office uh, obtained by the smoking gun, that's when Katie began to throw a fit because her grandparents wouldn't let her have more tomatoes and she became disrespectful towards the other adults in the house. Look, man, okay? I understand why Katie is going so hard for tomatoes, all right? Tomatoes are the major dietary of an antioxidant called lycopene. And lycopene has been linked to many health benefits, including reduced risk of heart disease and cancer. All right, tomatoes are also a great source of vitamin C, potassium, and vitamin K. And this young girl wants those health benefits, and her grandparents are denying her that right? Why? Okay, I'm sure there's more than enough tomatoes to go around because it's tomato season. Tomato season is from May to November. So I don't know why the grandparents are acting stingy with the tomatoes. My grandfather is 73. You don't need no extra tomatoes. You have lived a long-ass life already. Let this little girl eat the tomatoes so she can reduce her risk of heart disease and cancer and live as long as you have. But no, Katie's grandparents denied her the tomatoes and then had the nerve to wonder why. She hurled a water bottle at her grandfather, then threw a cigarette pack at her 73-year-old grandma and hit her grandma in the eye. That's symbolic. Okay, your granddaughter wants to eat a nice, healthy tomato, and you are denying her that. Meanwhile, you smoking cigarettes. That cigarette pack hit you in the eye because God wants you to see. Listen to me. God wants you to see the error in your ways. Then Katie's grandfather had the nerve to confront Katie. So Katie <laughs> grabbed the knife. Now, calm down, relax. I'm sure it's the same knife she was going to use to cut into that nice, ripe tomato she was denied. And Katie said, Mother Effer, I will stab you in your effing face. And she poked the blade at his face. Police were called, and Katie was read her rights. She admitted she threw the cigarette pack at her relative, and she admitted to picking up a knife during the argument and walking outside to where her grandfather was. But she did not admit to attempting to stab him because it's obvious she only had the knife because she was going to use it to do what? Cut the tomato that started this whole messy situation. Now, Katie has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated battery on a victim over the age of 65, and she was released from jail after posting an $18,000 bond, and clearly she doesn't live with her grandparents because the judge ordered her to have no contact with the victims. The real victim here is Katie because her grandparents denied her a goddamn tomato. 
Now, before I give her grandparents this hee-haw, let's play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Katie is 19 years old. She's from Florida. She gets pissed off because her grandparents denied her a tomato. So she curses them out and grabs a knife. Angela Yee, guess what race she is? Definitely white. Okay. Why do you say definitely? Well, her name is Katie. Okay. And then she likes tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. Really? Yeah, I don't eat tomatoes at all. I like ketchup, though. Uh, DJ Envy. Yes. Katie is 19 years old. Yep. She's from Florida. Mm-hmm. She gets pissed off because her grandparents denied her a tomato. So yes. she curses them out, mm-hmm. grabs a knife. Guess what race she and is? And she got the $18,000 bill. Okay. All right, this is what I think. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, white. Mm-hmm. Y'all say this with such conviction. Like, yeah, you know, I, just, man, I don't really do tomatoes. You throw a pack of cigarettes and you don't get to slap, you know, they don't slap the ish out of you immediately. So I'm guessing white. Well, Angela E, DJ Envy, you two are absolutely correct. <laughs> she is absolutely Caucasian. <laughs> You know how we know she's Caucasian. Sit down. You didn't win nothing. We, win nothing? we know she's Caucasian because we, as black people, don't talk to our parents and grandparents like that. <laughs> Nor do we pull out knives on our parents unless that is the day we absolutely want to die. <laughs> Not to mention we don't beg for more vegetables. We get told, don't move from that table until you eat your vegetables. We can eat everything else on that plate. Say we full and finished. But no, we will sit there and eat your vegetables. In fact, nothing moving for you for the rest of the night unless you eat those vegetables. No TV, no video games, no sleep. You will not graduate high school until you eat those vegetables. So, yes, clearly, that family was Caucasian. So, please, let Kathy Griffin give Katie Jade's grandparents the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw. Uh-huh. I ain't win nothing? Uh-huh. No, you don't win anything. What, Relax. Um, what, Steve? Steve is white. I want you to guess what race He's our is. cameraman. Because I don't know. What, Steve? I just want to say, I, I guess you could call her a rotten tomato. Guess what race Steve is? <laughs> Guess what race he is? Thank you. All right. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Thank Guess you for that donkey today. Guess he is. Up next, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. We have Josh on the line. Josh, good morning. Hey, good morning. My name is uh, Josh Baptiste. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, how you guys feeling this morning? Good How's morning. Oh, uh, so my question is like, um, right now I, I do a lot of things, and I'm trying to figure out um what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find financial freedom in myself. Okay. So I drive trucks. I do the taxi. Um, I do like a little over each here, and I also start like a, I do dog walking. So that's what I'm really trying to get into. Mm-hmm. Something that can help me uh like put, like put more effort and more time into me like help starting a dog walking business. Because uh-huh. like, I see that a lot, but. Okay. I don't see it in the neighborhood I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I um, just don't know what to do because it seems like every time, uh, you know, so I did the truck thing to help me finance, like, the dog parks okay. and stuff like that. And I do the taxi thing just to keep money in my pocket. But it seems like I'm stretching myself so thin. 
that I don't know where to go from there. Yeah, you know, the goal is always to work smarter and not harder, but sometimes you have to work hard to get to the point where you're able to have that financial freedom so you can stack that money. So what is it that you need for your business of dog walking to succeed? Well, so right now, um, me and my um, cousin, we're right, we're um, working with the bank trying to get a, a spot. There's a lot of places that don't want that doesn't offer like for uh, facilities like say like if I'm trying to buy a, a, a storefront, a lot of people are telling me no because uh, I guess it's a dog situation. So we we're looking like in places like towards Queens, like uh, mm. like the industrial area to see if we get places like that. So. Right now, that's where like we're stuck at is like um, finding like I guess real estate for the place. Okay, and so it's not just a dog walking business. You also will what provide a housing for the dogs if the family like goes on vacation and exactly. clean them and, and all of that. Okay. Yeah, it's like a big facility I have in mind. So say like you said, people go on vacation, so they could bring them to the facility instead of having people go to their house checking on them, you know, also bring safety to the person who dog we're watching. They just bring them to the facility. We train them, groom them, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know what? I would advise this. First of all, right by our juice bar in Brooklyn on Malcolm X Boulevard, they just uh, recently opened a place that does just that, right? Because they saw a mm -hmm. need for it in the neighborhood. A lot of people are moving in. A lot of people have dogs. And it is true. A lot of people go out of town. They don't have anybody to watch their dog or they want to get their dog groomed, drop the dog off. So I would also advise you to talk to people who have that business and go see their businesses see how their business works because you're not going to be in competition. You'll be in a whole different borough, you know, doing this and ask them maybe mm -hmm. what the process was because I think a lot of times we try to figure stuff out on our own when we could ask somebody who's successfully doing something. So I would do my mm -hmm. research on other businesses that have opened. You know, we also have, and we're going to actually have this interview on for you, Greg Bishop from the Small Business Services. There's a lot of services oh, wow. that they offer in New York that you pay for that are free services that you can actually go down in a lot of different cities do this also. And you can get free information on uh, where you can actually find the comps for a place to open your business and uh, also mm -hmm. take some free classes, maybe get some types of certifications. Maybe you can, are you a minority? Yes, I'm African-American. Yes, yeah, so maybe you can get your own certification for that, for the city. Different things that you can do. And also marketing is going to be really important, right? Get yourself up to the point where uh, a lot you already have a lot of clients. Do you have a lot of clients now? Yeah, yeah I have people um, just from my routes that I do from, like, uh, the trucks or the taxi route that I pick up in the car. I give them my card here and there. So I have about, like, a good 20 people. My fear is that... Once I start to grow it, I won't have a place. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I, 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 and it's that I don't know if that they don't want to like give me the place because I'm African American. So I'm gonna do more research and mm -hmm. see like what places do help people. Because um, I just feel like being told no is just like, hey, I'm not going to do But still, at the end of the day, I'm going to just keep going to do what I need to do. And just so you know, right now, they've just launched an initiative here in New York City. It's called BNYC, which is for Black Entrepreneurship. That's what that B is for. And that initiative BNYC. is to help small uh, business owners who are black. So mm -hmm. it's B-B-E-N-Y-C, and I highly suggest you check that out. There's a lot of services that they can offer you, and they can offer you a lot of help. So just make sure you use that. And again, it's free. So I, I think mm -hmm. that would be great for you right now because that initiative just launched this month. So I'm, not, I'm sorry, I don't mean to hold you for so long. One more question. So should I lean away from looking for a place now and just start looking away how to get a place through the BRC? I think continue to look and also do your research as far as going to visit other people who are successfully running that business and have conversations with them. But also do that. You can do all of these things at the same time. All right, all right, yeah, because... I just feel like, you know, it's good to hear from somebody because I, I talk to people and it just seems like talking to them, I'm going in one big circle, always 
Ten All right. Back. Well, get it going. It sounds like you already have some clientele and you've been doing your marketing. So make sure that demand is there because when you open up your spot, you got to be able to pay those bills. Definitely, definitely. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Good luck to you. I hope everything goes well. All right. You guys have a blessed morning. All right. You too, Nabal. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice. Call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. What line you want to go to, Yee? Uh, let's talk to Casey on line three. Casey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. What's your question for ye? Well, my question is, should I go to my ex-boyfriend's mother's wedding? Mm-hmm. He invited me as his date. Are you trying to get back together with him? No, not necessarily. So I originally, when he called me, I was like, okay, um, I'll go. It'll be, it'll be cool. I don't hate him. But then when I asked, like, my friends, they were like, no, he's such a user. Like, is that in the start? So I was just kind of floored. I'm like, I don't know really what direction to take with it. So you were okay with it until your friends told you not to? Yeah, I was okay with it until my friends told me not to. And I really just started thinking about, like, our relationship. Mm -hmm. Why do you think he invited you? Because I'm amazing. (laughs) 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 So then why are y'all not together? What happened? Um, well, I just graduated from college um, this past May, but he was a year older than me. But mm-hmm. I stayed an extra year to get my master's degree. And um, he, um, when he graduated, it was, the distance was just a little too hard, and we ended up breaking up. Okay, so you and think he wants you back? Yeah. And you, are you considering it? I would say this. If you are considering, if there's an open window that you might get back with him and you want to go, then go. However, if you know that this is something that's never going to happen, why go to his mother's wedding? Exactly. And then it's just like, how is he going to introduce me? Right. That was another thing. They might think that y'all are still together. Exactly. But the thing is, is that he had a girlfriend. Oh. I don't know. They broke up or something like after we dated. Oh, don't be used as a pawn to make his ex-girlfriend mad and to make his family think oh. that y'all are still together now. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, going to a wedding is still a chore. It's nice when it's somebody you care about and love, but it's like, why am I at a wedding for somebody that I'm not really have no connection to? Exactly. So, Ugh. are you sure you don't want him? I'm sure I don't want him. <laughs> okay, well, then I don't think you should waste okay. your time and don't be used as a pawn. Okay. I'm good. Huh? I'm, okay. I'm good, love, and joy. <laughs> 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 That's my attitude. Okay. I buy all of that and some. No, she's amazing. <laughs> have, a, have a good one. She Ask sounds you. amazing. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about Lonnie Love on The Real. She has some issues with a guest who was supposed to come on the show and didn't show up. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. So congratulations to Tokyo Jet. She had her baby boy. She said, so much beauty, I can take the pain. She put a heart and then she put a mare. Travel includes bombs with Tokyo Jets, damn it. Jacksonville, what's happening? All right. Also, now let's talk about Coco Austin as an Ice-T's wife. She's 
posted a picture on her Instagram where she is breastfeeding her daughter who is almost four years old. She posted a mother's calling. I'm so blessed to have this unbelievable experience in this thing called nursing. I had a hard time breastfeeding the first week of when Chanel was born. I almost gave up, but my family told me to hang for another week. They told me I don't want to miss the special moment you have with your child. Health-wise and bond-wise, I hung in there. And now, almost four years later, Chanel still wants the boob. It's more of a comfort thing now. And, of course, she eats regular, but nap time and nighttime are our time. I'm lucky she hasn't grown out of it yet because when that moment comes, I will be so sad. Four-year-old is kind of growing to be on the breast, though. Yeah, four-year-old is kind of old. But, hey, you teach us all. All right. Now, Lonnie Love is upset about Black China costing them thousands of dollars at the studio at the rail because she didn't show up. She was supposed to be a special guest to discuss a new reality TV show, The Real Black China, but they said uh, China didn't call, didn't show up, nothing. And so the way that Lonnie Love tried to play it off, she said she just took too long to get dressed and they had to end the show without her. But she then posted... Uh, what some folks don't realize is that was was two segments we could have given to someone that really needed to promote something. They not letting everyone in other talk shows, especially people of color. We took a chance, then we had to fill the time. That's thousands of dollars gone to waste. Mm. So she never made it, or she just made it late. She didn't make it at all. That's crazy. Why don't you got to make sure that a person is not dead or, <laughs> or in the hospital before you make that statement? Or where was Black well, Probably follow her on Instagram. Yeah, was she okay? Yeah, you got to make sure she's okay before you make that statement. Uh, listen, I can't tell you where she is, what she's doing, what happened. When was happened. this, yesterday? Yeah, she didn't show up for the... Somebody check her You want to go Instagram. look on her page yeah, and see Yeah, see when the last time anything. she posted. <laughs> That's what you got to do nowadays. You call somebody, they don't pick up, then you go check and see when the last time they posted, make sure they're all right. Yeah, but for a live show or a live taping. Yeah, you got to make sure somebody all right, man. That can be a very right, awkward situation. She posted situation. 13 hours ago. I can't do math. How long was the real? Uh, that was... That would have been like well, 20 hours ago. Well, 13 hours ago was last night. That was last night. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> what kind of like pose was it? 7.53, so... Yeah, what did it she say? She posted a video. She said, really enjoyed my experience at church with Miss Mary, seeing her in her element. Okay, brought me church. joy and laughter. Watched the Real Black China on the Zeus Network. Well, it looks like it was part oh, of the show, ad. so that's... Exactly. I'm yeah. saying you got to make sure people are right before you jump out there with them She also posted man. 18 hours ago for Fashion Nova Curve. And I'm sure she's fine. That's another ad. I'm sure she's fine, but I'm just saying, before you make those statements, you got to make sure somebody's okay first. Like, you got to see why they didn't show up. All right. Well, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Listen, I can't tell you. Wait, wait, wait. I, wait, wait, wait she, oh, no. Her story is just another ad. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, somebody's posting from her page. <laughs> Somebody posted from her page. <laughs> All right. Congratulations to Terrence Howard. He got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and they unveiled that star yesterday. Uh, he said, a few years ago, I was taken down by Hollywood, and I was told I would never work again. But then a young woman named Dana Walden had faith in me and allowed me to lead her show. Now, what was everybody clowning him for? I didn't see it. Everybody mm -hmm. was clowning him because they said he seemed very high, and he was just, like, rambling. I didn't I didn't watch the actual clip, though. Uh, yeah, it seems like he's going through a lot right now. They said he was talking crazy. I didn't was see he? it, though. I didn't see it either. I don't, why don't, why, we don't have the audio? Well, no, there's no audio in here. Oh. But I will yeah. say this. He talked to TMZ also, and... This was right after he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and he was talking about his ex, Michelle Gent. And they've had this whole long spousal support feud. He has to pay her $1.3 million, and he said he will pay, but he also said that karma will get her. So that's his uh, response to that. $1.3 is a lot of money. What if that is her karma? That right. money. What, like what good she, karma? Yes, exactly. She's supposed to get good karma. <laughs> what if that is her karma? That one point three. 
All right. Now, Will Smith and Jada Pickett-Smith said they had to do an intervention with Jaden Smith, and that's because he had lost so much weight, it looked like he was just wasting away. Listen to what they said on Red Table Talk. Will and I had a bit of an intervention with Jaden because he's a vegan now, but we realized he wasn't getting enough protein, so he was wasting away. He just looked drained. He was yeah. just depleted. He wasn't getting he was the, the nutrients. Dark circles under his, his eyes. There was even a little grayness yeah, to, like his, to skin. his skin. And we got really nervous. Yeah. But you're definitely looking better now. I was just eating like two meals a day. Yeah. You know, and yeah. maybe one. Maybe just that one big meal. And I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't get you're around like, to oh, it. And now, and now I'm like, that's crazy to me. All vegans look like that in the beginning, though. They all look mm-hmm. like x-rays when they first start, and then it seems like it balances up. You I remember think, back in the day when everybody first started going vegan, they all just started to look like they were dying? I think Some there's a lot do. more options now, too. There's it's, a lot more vegan-friendly food, because it used to be really hard to even find restaurants or places that you could go eat if you were a vegan. There's a lot of big vegans, too. And now there's a lot more options available. And weight-wise. Cause Wait, people, fat vegans? Yeah, people automatically think once you become vegan, you lose a ton of weight, but some people just... Oh, you mean, over, yeah, overeat but, the things that... But it, I'm, I'm sure it's not people that have been vegan for a while that are still heavy set. And right? you might be thinking vegetarian, too. That would defeat the whole purpose of being vegan. Like, now, if you just started, if you was fat and you switched your diet, yeah, you might still be I don't a think people chunky. go to vegan to lose weight, do they? I thought they eat healthy. They don't want to eat Yeah, they don't want to eat animals. They have an issue with that, and they just want to be healthy. don't they naturally lose weight by not eating meat and stuff? Of course. Yeah, yeah but you do. could also eat a lot of carbs. Eat a lot th- of yeah. lasagna and... And things like, well, you can't eat lasagna if you're, unless you have vegan lasagna, vegan lasagna with the vegan cheese. Yeah. But yeah, you can still eat a lot of bread, a lot of carbs, a lot of things that will make you gain weight. And, you know, there's a lot of vegan foods out there now. So it doesn't automatically mean that, but in general, people do tend to lose weight when they become vegan. I, I want to talk to some of y'all fat vegans, man. I just want, <laughs> no, I do. I think that'd be an interesting conversation. I just want to know. There's definitely people who are vegetarian who also, you know, haven't really lost weight. Would so. a real fat vegans please stand up? I'd like to talk to you. I'm dead serious. Shut up! I just want to know how long y'all been vegan. You know, what is the what is the reason for you being vegan? You know? And it is important to make sure when you are a vegan that you actually do get a lot more nutrition because obviously you're not getting your protein from where you normally would get it from meats and chicken and stuff like that and fish. So you can't eat any of those things. Now, Jaden Smith also said that uh, when he was in Australia working, that he was nauseous and dizzy, and that actually landed him in the hospital. So, mm. And like he said, he was forgetting to eat at times a day, sometimes eating only one or two times, sometimes not at all. So all of those things, I'm sure, added to it as well. Who are the fat vegans? Stop I really want to know this. Does it, does it also, do we know any fat vegans? You do, Steve? I'm being told uh, Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Was. Was what? A, a fat vegan, and then he ate regular and became skinnier. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Mm. All right, Will Smith, in the meantime, since we're talking about that family, is going to be portraying Nikki and Mr. Untouchable Barnes. So that should be interesting uh, to see that story being told and to see Will Smith taking on that role as well. I wonder why those, Harlem, the council. Why those Harlem crime bosses are so intriguing to people. I really, I would like, I want to know. They're very flashy, mm. fun to watch. You know, it's a great time period, too. Yeah. And that's the only ones we, we always hear about. Like, I'm sure there's a, a, like, a zillion there any of them down now? south. I'm sure there's a zillion of them on the west coast. But you used to hear about... The East Coast ones, because East Coast rap, that's what most of them rapped about back in the day. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Happy birthday to Will Smith, since we were talking about him. Today's Will Smith's birthday. Happy birthday to T.I., too, man. And also, happy birthday to T.I., and and I'm going to play both of their joints in the mix. Happy birthday to my homegirl, Valerie McCall, too. She listens to us on Real 106.1 in Cleveland. Okay, what up, Val? All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a shout to Angie Martinez for joining us this morning. Salute to Angie Ma, man. Make sure that you watch Untold Stories of Hip Hop tomorrow at 10 p.m. on WeTV. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. She, it sounds like it's going to be amazing. Absolutely. All right, and when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, you guys have a great day. I'm on my way to Atlantic City. Oh, right. You got your seminar. Yeah, that's this weekend, but we um, just got to set up everything, make sure everything is right. And uh, we'll be doing buses. We're doing a ride-along where we're taking people actually through some of the homes, uh, through some of the buildings, through some of the vacant lots so they can see. And then the next day, we're going to map out and show them how much everything costs and how much it costs to fix up and all that other stuff. So it's going to be a two-day seminar, which we're excited about. All right? If you want more information, just click the link in my bio. Now, Charlamagne. Yes, sir. You got a positive note? Yes, man. This positive note today is from the late, great Maya Angelou. Seek patience and passion in equal amounts. Patience alone will not build the temple. Passion alone will destroy its walls. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?